0: Welcome to Feel Better, Live More, Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I have come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and I myself take it regularly, go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to find out more and to access a very special offer for listeners of my podcast. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 126 of the podcast with my friend and former England football team psychologist, Pippa Grange. Now, Pippa believes that most of us are performing at life rather than truly living life. And in this clip, She explains why we should stop holding back, put fear aside, and allow ourselves to live the life that we want to live.
1: We have two massive primal fears in in life. One is death, of course, um, and the end of our own existence, and the the other is abandonment. And in our contemporary lives, the way that that plays out for us now is, I'm not going to be good enough. Not that I'm actually going to be abandoned, but I'm not going to be good enough. I might be outcast socially. I might be rejected in some way. Um, And that's a, a chronic background noise, a chronic background fear that I think is so pervasive in our lives. There's a poverty and uniformity. So when we try and make everybody um, cookie cutter the same, when we have this sort of central idea of what good looks like or what enough looks like, and everybody's moving to that middle ground. I think it's just, it strips us of the richness of of our humanness, of, our, of everything that we are, of the um, the spirit in a way, you know, and for me, when we just try and conform to one archetype, one way of being, what a loss because we have to trim off all these slightly untidy edges that are where all the gorgeousness is in people. And, and I think that's such a shame, but I think maybe more importantly is um, how free we feel to share opinions to um, put our views out there, to um, express what we care about and not have to trim it, tidy it up, hold back so much. That's really where the pain is for, and the loneliness, I think, for a lot of people because the more you hold back from what you really feel, the more you're performing your life, not living it, and that's a problem.
0: That, I, I could feel shivers as you said that you're performing in your life not living it I, yeah. that is so powerful Pippa because you know I see that with society I see it with people around me I see it with my friends I, I've, I've seen it with myself I think for much of my life I have performed at life I've not really lived my life and I really feel these days I do live my life I, I feel I share everything on this show and it's, it, it's freeing. You know, it's, it gives you more energy. There's something, what, what was it I read this morning in your book? You said something about, it was something about energy and how it's, it's draining living someone else's life, right? It's knackering.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and also just living half of your own. I personally think that we're performing a lot of the time and we're performing because we need to feel that we're seen in a particular way so that we're good enough. So if if we could unpack some more of that, I think more mental freedom is on the other side of it. It's the performative nature of us showing up, and with all our, what's that beautiful quote? And I I don't remember who said it, but you know, I'm uh, personally I'm just a, a bunch of flaws stitched together with good intentions, yeah. and it's it's you know it's perfect because. It's not about sort of a resignation or presuming you won't try and find your very best potential or express your talent as best you can, but it's the idea that if you don't do it a particular way, you're not worthy and good enough as a human being, and and therefore everything else is is sort of anchored into that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. But I can't shake this 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 idea that you mentioned. Are you performing out life? Or are you living life? I think, I think it's so powerful. I, I th- I, I, again, I can't imagine that won't have an impact on every single person listening or watching this right now. I'd ask everyone to just ask themselves, are you performing at life or are you living your life? Mm-hmm. It's so simple yet so profound.
1: And I would want to just add to that, that it's not another area to lay blame on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because we all do it. The whole conversation, the whole compassionate conversation I'm hoping to have is like, okay, where's the dial down button? How do I turn this down? We all do it. It springs up. How do I turn it down again? You know, and how do I let go? Sometimes we feel like we've got to add something. Most of the time, this stuff is just letting go. It's like uncurling your hands um, and letting go of some stuff, trusting yourself a bit more, Um, being brave in that way rather than... um, another level of perfectionism that you have to achieve.
0: You talk about relationships um, and how relationships are really fundamental to, I guess, our overall well-being. Why do you think relationships are so important? Why have relationships sort of become fragmented in the way we live these days? And what can we do about it?
1: I think relationships are the point, (laughs) <laughs> you know, they're, they're not just important. They're the point, you know, we've, we've talked ourselves into this idea that we're all separately as if we're walking next to each other, but we're all separately on this, you know, big journey to achievement and out, outcomes, um, collectively, you know, if it's convenient. Um, and sometimes we might even link arms, but we've forgotten that the point, the joy, the very, um, raison d'etre that, that, the the thing that we're here for is each other, is to connect. That's where all the joy is. You know, if, if you um, win the World Cup and there's nobody in the stadium, how does that feel? Or nobody's tuned in. You know, it's the shared joy of our journeys that is the point. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that we we have almost like confined our ideas about intimacy to our one relationship, you know, or to our, you know, um, to the sexual realm rather than it be like, for me, intimacy is about, can I I just show up as me and be real and be close to you? Can I connect, right? Um, That's intimacy. This is an intimate conversation. Yeah because we're, we're talking in real terms about who we are and what we care about and we're exposed, right? Yeah. But that is the juice of life. That is where the richness and zest is, when we can actually connect like that, because you can't be intimate and performative.
0: Let me just sit with that, mate. You can't be intimate and performative. Yeah, you can't absolutely. Perf- you
1: can't perform who you are and be real enough to be intimate. They're almost kind of ex- yeah. opposites, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, for me, the more we can um, actually say about who we are and what we care about, the more we can sort of just expose, okay, this this is it. Yeah.
0: How do people listening to this who go, okay, I want a bit more intimacy in my life. How do they start going about getting it? When you want to move to be
1: more intimate, this isn't something that you just start. You, you just, you know, there's no technique involved it's a journey. So I don't want people to feel like I'm not getting it. I'm not doing it properly. You know, it's a journey. It might take you years and that's okay. It's a brilliant journey, but you know, start by eye contact. Yeah. So, you know, when you speak to somebody, can you hold their gaze? Do you revert to your phone pretty quickly when you get into an elevator or you get in the back of an Uber or something, you know, can you connect Uh, and it's different to introversion, right? I make this point in the book, people who are introverted tend to have stronger personal boundaries and prefer privacy and a richer inner world. And that's there's no judgment on that whatsoever because they can still have really deep intimate relationships. It's more about how are you connecting and showing up as you without guarding all of you? I think when you Open the door to kindness, it comes quickly. I think when you open the door to honesty, it gets reciprocated quickly. Not every time, of course, but first you have to just feel like you're so sure that, you know, not that you're perfect, but that you're worth something, that your worth isn't questioned. When you can do that and just show up, the opportunity for that energy exchange between you is, is so strong. When we apologise for who we are all the time or for what we do, it gets in the way of intimacy. Just be, you know, rather than just neatening everything off. You can't do that when you're intimate. No. You know, you don't need to do that when you're intimate because you're allowed to be human.
0: Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Please do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the full conversation with my guest and if you enjoyed this episode i think you will really enjoy my new bite-sized friday email it's called the friday five and each week i share things that i do not share on social media It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel-good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it at drchastity.com forward slash Friday Five.